I'm Kate Butler-Ross, and this is the Content Download. Hello, and welcome to episode 13 of the Content Download, how to be more you in your content. This is one of the biggest frustrations that my clients come to me with, whether they are in the earlier days of business and perhaps inside my Phyllis content membership, but also with my one-to-one clients who are largely established experts with successful businesses, but they know that they aren't showing up as themselves in their content and communications. And it's frustrating because they also know that we're living in a world of personality-driven brands and media. And for a while now, the unicorn skill that every startup and -and up-and-coming brand and established brand wants and needs is to have a clear, unique voice that connects with your audience on a personal level, a voice that sounds like them. And that isn't a skill that comes naturally to everyone, but everyone does have a voice. That's why we talk about finding it rather than creating it. And I believe finding your voice is less about you getting something that you haven't got already and a lot more to do with stripping away the things that are keeping it hidden and silent. And how to find your voice and what it really entails is something I've learned over the many incarnations my voice has had as a writer, from you know novel writing to becoming a features writer for magazines to being a content writer for brands, and then finally to now being the voice of my own brand. And, you know, as a writer, you know, finding your voice is a pretty big deal. And as an entrepreneur who is showing up online and communicating all the time, finding your voice is also a big deal. You'd think that as a writer, it would be relatively easy for me to do. But three years ago, when I decided to move away from journalism and content and copywriting for other people and build my own platform, um, I was on a mission to create a gorgeous, inspiring brand that allowed me to do what I love, live my values, be creative and transform the lives of hundreds, thousands, millions even. Yes, I do have very big ambitions, but I had a big problem because to do that, I realized that I obviously had to be someone else. Don't know whether that sounds familiar to you, but I believed that to achieve that big goal, to be liked, to get the attention, I had to be someone else, to replicate someone else's voice or way of showing up. And not only is that absolutely the opposite of what I needed to be doing or what you need to be doing, it's exhausting. Nevertheless, uh, this is what I unconsciously, to a certain extent, believed and and what I came to realize was that this was based on a bunch of untrue stories, also known as lies, that for some reason my brain had concocted for me. And it took me some time to spot them all, but once I had, I realized that these beliefs I had around finding my voice and being more me in my content and communications were not only holding me back from my goals and my dreams, but they were beliefs that actually didn't belong to me. They were untrue. So I'm going to share those those lies that I believed with you right now today, because I think they are perhaps the same lies that might be holding you back. And if you currently believe them, I want you to know they don't belong to you either. Now, there are four of them, which is slightly annoying because I always like to have an, an odd number, but 
There were only four. And whenever I've shared these four lies before um, with my clients and my audience, so many people have contacted me and said, oh my gosh, yes, I didn't realize it, but that's so me. So I'm going to walk you through the four lies that held me back from finding my voice and being more me in my content. So lie number one was, I have to be polished, professional, and the guru at all times. Because if someone asks me a question and I don't know the answer to it, everyone's going to shout fraud and run away. This is such a common one. It's funny how unconsciously the minute we start communicating for anything to do with work or business, it's like we have this complete personality lobotomy and we start showing up as this two-dimensional professional. And this is not what people are attracted to. People don't want to, to do business with a robot. They want to do business with a human. And unless you are showing up as a living, breathing, characterful human that you really are, you're not playing that ace that's up your sleeve. And that ace that is up your sleeve is you. So that's number one. The second part of this is the being the guru thing. This was such a big worry of mine. I felt that unless I knew everything about my subject, about, you know, copy and content and communication, I wasn't going to be credible. I absolutely, in in the early days, I absolutely hated doing lives because I was scared someone would ask me a question that I didn't know the answer to and I wouldn't be able to answer it there and then. And it would make me look like a complete imposter, like I was just pretending. Here's what I now know. You don't have to be the guru. People don't want or need a guru. They just need someone who is a step ahead of them to help light the way and ease their journey. That is all they're looking for. And you are that person for someone. Someone needs to hear what you know from you in the way that you share it. And if you don't know the answer to something, do exactly as you would with your kids and say, I don't know, but I can find out and I'll get back to you on that. It really is no big deal. And nobody is ever going to think any of the less of you for it. The second lie, lie number two that I had was, that I believed was my personal journey story is boring. Because the truth was, the struggle had not been real. I was and I am a happily married mum with two gorgeous children living in a suburban semi just outside of London. I you know, really have very little to complain about. I mean, sure, I've had my ups and downs, but they were hardly, as I saw it, story worthy. And this is where I had to call myself out because I'd spent years interviewing hundreds and hundreds of people. Some were ordinary people like maybe you and me. Others were what we would consider extraordinary um, celebrities, Olympians, industry leaders. But here's the thing. The reason women's magazines interview both extraordinary and I'm going to do this in kind of inverted commas, ordinary people is this. What seems commonplace and ordinary to you can be inspiring and fascinating and life-changing to someone else. In the simplest, most everyday anecdote, there can be a wealth of insight and revelation for somebody else. And, you know, in the simplest, most everyday anecdotes, everyone can relate. You can't relate to somebody necessarily who's had a really extremely dramatic past or has an extremely glamorous lifestyle. But in the kind of 
the ordinary and in the everyday, we can always find a connection. So your story and your stories are precious and powerful and you need to share them. And if you would like a really fantastic illustration of how ordinary everyday lives and stories can have huge impact and be really moving, I'm going to just direct you to actually a fiction writer who I love, Elizabeth Strout, and her book of um, short stories called Olive Kitteridge. I absolutely love them so much. And it really is just an illustration of how powerful um, an ordinary story or, you know, seemingly ordinary series of events can actually be. Lie number three is people won't take the real me seriously. Now, for me, this was based on, um, I realized later, the fact that print journalists, as I had been, print journalists um, were not paid a lot of money. Therefore, in my head, I believed my skill set, my knowledge and experience was equally invaluable. Your story might be different around this. Maybe it's that you're newly qualified at what you do or you've moved into a new niche, or that you feel like you're too old, or you don't fit the common image of what someone doing what you do should look like, or sound like, or be like, or, you know, be from. All of this, again, is just a story, a story that you've created, and it's not true. Um, Denise Duffield-Thomas, for example, has often talked about a story that she had around not being taken seriously because she had an Australian accent, One of my clients, um, when she originally came to me, she um, felt that she wouldn't be taken seriously because she didn't fit the kind of glamorous boss babe images that you saw all over IG um, who were working in her niche. And what I say said to her and what I say to you and what I had to tell myself is it's rubbish. And you can either choose to believe that lie and carry on hiding and carrying on playing small, or you can choose to believe that you are serious business just as you are. It's your choice. Line number four um, that I had was, that I believed was, I have to earn my stripes as an entrepreneur before I can speak to the soulmate clients I am really here to serve. Now, this was a really sneaky one for me, and it took a while for me to work through. Um, And I believed that until I was earning that kind of holy grail of six figures, in my business, my expertise wasn't going to be as valuable. And this was actually further impounded by a very well-meaning and lovely coach I had um, in the very early days. But she, when I told her that I wanted to um, work with um, kind of more established business owners, perhaps those earning six and seven figures with their communicate and help them kind of up-level their communication skills, she told me that as a multi-figure, a six-figure um, coach herself, she would look at my Instagram profile. She only had 400 followers and she wouldn't work with me. Now that really damaged my confidence and it probably set me back a little, a little while actually on, on what my real path was going to be. But what I realize now is, okay, that was true for her, but you know what? That wasn't true for so many others who I then went on to work with because they could see that I already had the skills and knowledge that I needed to get them the results that they wanted. And, you know, just because my business wasn't big, just because I hadn't, you know, reached the level of success that I wanted to yet that that I believed made me credible, made me think that I had to be humble. 
And I didn't have to be. I didn't have to aim low until I'd earned my stripes. And if I could go back and speak to myself to, you know, three years ago when I started out, I'd say, you know, you don't have to wait to be ready to reach for the stars. You just have to stretch out your arms. So that was the fourth and final lie. So there were four lies that really massively held me back and they were making me hide who I was, hide who I really was and not be me. And it really, really had a had a big impact on how quickly I was able to grow my business and reach people. And it really was until I had told my clients and people in my audience this very thing about 500 times before I understood that it applied to me too. And here's what it is. Own who you are. Blimmin' own it. Own your story. Own your talent, your unique perspective, your experience, your message, and your voice. Own the true you. Because if you want to stand out, if you want to position yourself as a leader, if you want to become known for what you do, you need to break the habit of not being yourself. So before I go today, I just want to let you know that this week on Thursday, the 21st of January, 2021, if you're listening to this in real time, I'm going to be running a live free training all about this, about finding your voice and positioning yourself as a leader this year. Um, If you want to come along, it's absolutely free and you just need to um, reserve your spot and you can you can do that by going to the link, which is in the show notes of this episode. Um, So it's called Calling in Your Soul Tribe, Find Your Voice and Position Yourself as a Leader in 2021 is an absolutely free training. Um, I will be um, talking about um, my sister mind at the end. So if that's not cool with you, you know, that's fine. Um, you don't have to come along, but it is going to be a really great exclusive training and I would love to see you there. So don't forget to grab um, the link to reserve your spot inside the show notes of this episode. Thanks so much for listening today. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to leave me a review. And of course, I'd love you to subscribe as well so you don't miss a future episode. Now go on, go forth, be yourself because you're absolutely enough. Lots of love.